Hey guys, has this lockdown made you lose track of your fitness goals? Are you starting your resolution for 2021 and you want to lose weight but need some help? Introducing my affordable workout plans for men and women. With packages starting at $5, this offer can't be beat. Go to RadicalLatino.com to find out more. Hey guys, do you have a product you want more eyes on? Advertise with the Radical Latino Show, where over 10K podcast downloads and the number 25 spot on the 55 All Latin Podcast list, you'll want your product heard on everyone's phones and cars. Go to RadicalLatino.com forward slash contacts and start advertising today. Playing the Radical Latino Show. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands in the air for New York's very own. Latino is taking you to another level. I think there's more radical than evil. Radical Latino, you're fucking it. The radical point of views, I think his views are actually more dangerous. My people welcome back to another episode of the radical latino show it's your host the radical latino aka number 17 on all latin podcasts aka number 24 all bronx influencers and youtube bronx influencers list and mr unsuable for 47 weeks running how's everybody doing i hope everybody's having a great week i hope everybody having a great day i know there's a plenty of places that is opening up plenty of places that is closing back down so i i want to just say i definitely feel ya on on the trials and tribulations that you guys are facing you know what i mean so so shout out to all my new subscribers shout out to all my new listeners really quickly really quickly really quickly um for those who don't know or for those who were unaware or whatever um the link the link to my merch store the link to my merch store is fixed it's finally fixed the link is going to be in the description down below or if this is a podcast app on the details sections of the podcast the link is going to be right there go to the link it works and i have a lot of merch for you guys that you guys will definitely like okay i got it's in my dna um and you know dominican republic puerto rico mexican uh brazil haiti ecuador you know um the flags and the statement it's in my dna you know what i mean also i got the latin unity ones uh, with the fist and all the flags, but with a little twist now with the words todos unidos everybody united On the side I got sweatpants. I also got shorts for the ladies. I also got leggings for the ladies You know, I definitely got more designs there Definitely go check that out and it's because it was supposed to be a summer run for three months and it was initially, you know, late because of the whole thing that happened with the link or whatever the case is. I am going to have it all the way to the middle of October. So I know this is going, it's going to be a little unconventional and I'm sorry for that, but it's going to, this run is going to be all the way into the middle of October. So definitely go cop those shirts. I'm telling you, you guys are not going to be disappointed. Um, and when you guys cop it, hit me up on instagram and twitter which uh with the picture of your shirt you know uh radical underscore latino underscore on both social media apps now um a couple of things shout out to my new subscribers because i'm seeing my subscriber count go up on youtube and also i see my subscriber count go up on the podcast side i'm gonna be starting a new schedule stream um soon um i'm gonna start it maybe this week or next week i'm gonna play around with it but it's always gonna be every saturday and monday now this is what it's gonna do every saturday 
I'm gonna be streaming on YouTube. Every Monday, I'm gonna be streaming on Instagram. So definitely look out for that. You guys do not want to miss that. Now, something different as well. I'm gonna start streaming on Twitch simultaneously, you know, while I'm on YouTube, you know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna be streaming on both. So I'm working on creating a Twitch account and hopefully the audience will, you know, will grow a little bit more with me creating a Twitch account. So definitely look out for that. Now, um, I did a recent live stream, um, a couple of days ago, you know, um, and the, the, the initial response to it was, you know, was positive. It's getting a little negative, but mostly positive. And it was basically a response to some of the things that were hap that was happening, um, with certain people and their talking points. For example, um, Kim had a live stream that OG Del Rancho joined and almost everybody else joined, you know, and they put it upon themselves to basically dog black women now and not only black women but all black people you know what i'm saying and they were saying they were saying foul 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 um nasty things about about uh black people in general like uh, for example one of the things about uh black women um Rancho said that black women are lower at the totem pole of women, which is which is not true. So I was like, okay. And because he was basically going in and Kim was joining into it, his base pretty much saw like, wait a minute, um, Kim, I thought you were riding for us. You know what I'm saying? And Kim showed his true colors. You feel me? Kim definitely showed his true colors and I'm glad that people are starting to see his true colors because this is who he was all the time. This is who he was right in the beginning. So it wasn't, it isn't no secret. You know what I mean? It isn't no secret. So the fact that now some of the, some of the people, you know, were turning on him and now they basically was shutting his stream down you know um i i wanted to basically put uh, go out there and and basically just say the things that you know correct all the bs you know because we can't be having people like this around um saying a bunch of buffoonery we can't have the these type of people around saying a, a bunch of nonsense that isn't true you know so part of being on code is checking your people and pulling their code you know what i'm saying that's what part being on code is so because of that you know i made the stream um because what eddie basically said and i basically put the facts out you know this is what 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 the single mother rate is this is what you know this is this is what that is you know i was putting i was putting everything out and i'm and i'm glad people um found that helpful and i was debunking everything that og was basically saying because let's keep it real og he's a clown this dude's a clown and the fact that he literally went on that stream just talking nonsense and and saying, oh no, I'm not a racist, but yet he always claims to be like, well, I can say what I gotta say because I'm married to a black woman. I thought you didn't believe in race, bro. You know what I'm saying? I really thought you didn't believe in race. Like, what happened? You feel me? So that 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 was basic. So I just made sure I uh you know I uh went in there and 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 cut all the, the bullshit off. Because my thing is, you're, you're not going to attack black women. You feel me? You're not going to attack black men. You're not going to attack black women. Nor will anybody, I will allow nobody to attack Latinas or Latinos. You feel me? So as an ally, I feel like I have to 
you know, at, at least defend, you know, who I'm allying for and who I'm representing for. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, to, to me, that's, that's as fair as it goes, you know, but mind you, this person claims to be an ethnicist and all this other BS, you know, Blasey, Blasey blood. Now let's read some of the comments for last week's episode. This is episode 150. You know what I'm saying? Um, last last week's episode was episode 149, which was divorcing from white people's comfort, right? And if you guys want me to read your comments under this episode, go to my YouTube channel, Radical Latino, on YouTube. Go under the episode on this, you know, on this episode, and write your comments, and I will definitely read them next week. Raymond said. Um, what's the Voodoo Council? Where did it come from and where did it get started? <laughs> um, Voodoo Council basically was the, the this thing that that uh, people people from the opposite camp were uh, labeling us the Voodoo Council because you know um, we're we're not anti-black. You know what I mean? So they automatically there was like, oh, so you guys just practice Voodoo and you guys are the Voodoo Council, all those other BS, right? So that's what they labeled us, the Voodoo Council. So I just took that and flipped it into a positive saying, okay, yeah, we are the Voodoo Council. So here it goes. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's that's where it came from. Decolonize said, I've made the best decision to name my channel Decolonize. Also having a picture of our hero, Emiliano Espaza. Um, shout out to you. Nice video, uh, video, brother. Radical being unapologetic is the key. Also, other people go out of their way to make white folks comfortable. Unfortunately, I've seen and witnessed it from my own members of my family. Also, I refuse to talk about race with white folks. Honestly, 100% true. And I think that's how we should be moving. That's how we should be going because the, the whole uh, point of you know, decolonizing yourself is breaking away from white people's comfort. Don't go into race talks or race relations 101 with white folks. They know it. They invented it. They play dumb with us. They play dumb with us. And we got to be perfectly aware that they're not dumb. They go based on the notion of us not knowing anything. You know what I mean? Random says, I saw it. That black lady didn't do her part correctly either. She should have engaged the cops and shown them the video. She didn't seem to want to do anything of the sort. Um, I don't know about that because if she would have showed the video, I don't think she would have gotten any far. These people probably would have been like, yeah, I don't want to see it. I could care less. You know what I mean? I, I seen, I seen that happen. Okay. So he goes on and says, by the way, Rad, this is a very deep one right here. I've noticed that the steady progress of growth just within the past year, bro. Your knowledge and intellect is really, really, really start to become your outfit. Good effing job. Keep it up, boss man. Thank you very much. Shout out to Random. Thank you. And I think I got somebody new here. Jam Love. 954 said thank you for using your platform to educate people and promote black and brown unity sir this is a timely video for me and is increasingly looking to not only divest from comforting these people but also actively trying to support black and brown businesses as much as i can i've just had enough from the gaslighting and the profiling assaulting on our bodies it is mind games every day i swear but the dangers of the bodily harm looms as well my fiance is cuban shout out to him and i worry about him coming over here and experiencing prejudice even though he will have opportunities here again thank you for speaking out shout out to you and shout out to your relationship uh yes that's very 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 true and i'm glad that i'm educating you and you're you're finding you're finding a, a a good space here um that's absolutely true you know um even when immigrants come here you know they do they do uh, get 
they do get privileges and certain you know set aside because they not are non-black americans we, this is something that we have to keep it real and this is not something that latin people came up with this is something that the system of white supremacy came up with why to cause infighting and this is something that we just have to be 100 percent honest about you know and it's it's no no shaming or anything like that it's something we can't control something we can't control so it is what it is Johnny Mills says radical Latino these white supremacy hates the fact that we are waking up and they cannot stand for it I don't care about how they feel 100% yo this is something I've even spoke to Q about uh, me like me and Q we'll we be speaking on Instagram and she says the age of Aquarius <laughs> you know and I'm starting to b believe that she's a hundred percent true uh, right about that because the age of Aquarius, you know, because I do see there is an awakening happening. I see that there's an awakening happening every day. And I see that there's an awakening coming from the side of black and brown. And, um, and, and fortunate enough that I'm actually seeing brown people are waking up and choosing to unite with black folks because this is this is something that we have to be 100% real about. Black people are the the poster childs of rebellion, of fighting, of enough is enough. I'm going to get what I need to get on my own and if you don't like it get out my way. This is what black people are. And this is something this is not a, a stab at them. This this is showing their strength and showing how strategic black people are becoming, have become and are, you know? So because of that, yes, you, you are going to align with a group that have been doing this for the longest and is gonna show us this is how you do it. So yeah, I, I, I am seeing that, you know? So shout out to all the people that commented. Remember, if you wanna leave a comment and you want me to read it next week, Remember, on my YouTube, just on the comment section, write your comments, and I will definitely read it for next week's episode. Now, moving on to my first topic, the Democratic Party pandering to the Latino community. Now, this is, this is what I mean by it. Nancy Pelosi, for those who don't know, she is the speaker of the Democratic Party. Nancy Pelosi was asked a question during a a brief uh a meeting right she was asked the question and she basically you know answered it however she answered it but in that answering it i've noticed something i noticed something about what she how she answered it and i saw it as oh man she's she's pandering and this is something that i've always said Latin people, we are going to become the new pandering party because black people are waking up to the fact that if these politicians aren't going to give us anything tangible, there's no reason to vote whatsoever. Latin people, we have not waken up from that. We really still think that the Democratic Party is here to help us. So to them, they said, oh, screw that. We're not gonna give black folks anything, so we're gonna pull a pander to the next best thing, Latin people. And we should not be allowing that. We should not be allowing that. Hear it here first. We should not be allowing that and letting them think that Latin people are gonna be the next people, that they're gonna pander, that they're going to jive with, that they're gonna put statues of Guadalupe up as a way to like, okay, see, race relations is better. No. No, no, no. This is not something that we should be allowing. And we should be speaking out on this. You feel what I'm saying? We should be speaking because we're not going to get nothing by, by them pandering to us whatsoever. We should be speaking out about this. You feel me? And the fact that they think that it's okay for them to do that is disrespectful. It's disrespectful to the black community and disrespectful to us. Because they rather pander to us than not pay reparations. You feel what I'm saying? But this is what Nancy Pelosi said. Check this out. 
House for the rightward shift of Latino voters in the 2020 election, and should the Democratic Party be preparing uh, to appeal to the demographic differently in the midterm? Well, you want to talk politics? <laughs> yeah, the, uh, obviously, the Latino community is the future of America. Uh, the, uh, uh, if you actually study the numbers, there was a very strong vote for Joe Biden in that. Uh, the, the message, part of our issue in the last election was that we could not go door to door. We could not go door to door uh, to get out the vote. We will be able to go out to door to door next. But regardless of that, we should be paying a great deal of attention. And I'm so proud of our uh, Congressional Hispanic Caucus uh, for the work that they do in the Congress to bring the concerns of the community into the, a priority place in our debate and our discussion. And the, um, that, that their communication is helpful to us to, un to understand more fully uh, what some of the issues are. Some of the issues you are, um, um, are, are newer issues to the discussion. The Latino community is a young population. It's a young population, and we really have to reach out better to young people as, whether, as well as the Latino community. But I have to go to the floor because I have... Okay, so you guys heard what she said, right? You guys heard what she said, wow, okay. So first of all, she couldn't even answer what some of our issues are. She, she, she couldn't, she couldn't answer what some of our issues are. She said some of our issues are, well, we're a new population. No, we're not. We're, we're, our population is not new whatsoever. She couldn't answer that. And the Hispanic, um, the, the, the Congressional Hispanic Caucus, what are they doing? to bring our issues to the table. What they are, what the Congressional Hispanics Caucus is, it's a, just a bunch of old people collecting a check. That's, that's what they are. A, a bunch of old people collecting a check because they're not really talking about our issues. This is what these politicians do and talk about our issues. You guys ready? Immigration rights, immigration rights, immigration rights, and that's it. N no. Well, first of all, we are not the only people who experience immigration here in this in this country. If you guys look at the numbers, the majority of immigrants are Asians. Those are the, the majority and the biggest who are coming into this country are Asians to the point that they even said in 2030, they're going to be the majority of people of immigrants who are illegal and legal in this country. So what are they talking about? No, that's that she, she is completely off base and does not know what she is talking about. The, the question basically was, what is the democratic party going to do in the midterm elections to get Latinos to vote? And what, what is she talking about? Well, we got to get, you know, well, it's a young population. It's a, it's a young thing. And we got to get the young voters. What, what are you talking about? Dude, what are you talking about? This is a perfect example of these people not knowing nothing about our population because they're not here in the streets. They're not here. Actually, these are the, some of the issues that we're facing. Police brutality. Wow. Same thing as, as black folks. Oh my God. Another issue. High, high unemployment rate. Wow. The same thing as black folks. Oh my God. Um, income in households, low income in households. Oh my God. Same thing as, but health issues, literally everything that's affecting the black community is affecting the Latin. You know why? Because we are the same. Literally we are the same. We are the same. I'm telling you right now, the community that's not facing this, Asians are not facing this. Asians are perfectly fine. You have not seen no homeless Asian man outside up in New York city asking for, for, for money. I've seen black and Latin people. You know what I'm saying 
The Albanian community, they're good. The Russian community, they're good. The Jewish community, they're good. I have not seen a homeless Jewish dude with a yarmulke asking for handouts. I have not seen that. They're good. Again, these democratic politicians don't know what is our issue. And immigration isn't one of them. You know why? Because this goes back to the whole thing about letting people just be immigrants. Just, oh, yeah, yeah, just a bunch of immigrants. Immigrant, 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 immigrant. No, that's not true. That's not true whatsoever because the numbers show that that's false. The numbers show that Asians are the mo most biggest immigrant group in America. And by the year 2030, they're going to be the majority. So we got to keep it real. We got to keep it real. And guess who the Asians are going to always hook up with? White folks. That's, what, that's who Asians are going to hook up with white folks so we just got another basically we just got another immigrant white class coming in as a majority that's basically what it is let's keep it real you know what i'm saying let's keep it real let's cut the buffoonery and keep it real now going in to my next topic logan paul and his woke message. What do I mean by that? Well, Logan Paul decided to talk about race in his latest podcast episode, but it got some of the white folks around him a little pissed off. I wonder why. Um, this is what Logan Paul basically had to say. Check this out. And this is all coming from things I've learned, personal experiences, and, 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 and finally I feel at a good spot in my life where I can speak up and, and speak with my chest out, my chin up. America is racist. Listen carefully to what I said. America is racist. I did not say Americans. Although there is definitely an embarrassingly large amount of Americans with the archaic belief that superiority is based on skin color. However, I'm talking about America as a nation, we are all incredibly unaware of how deeply intertwined the ugly roots of racism have embedded themselves in the foundation of this country. Every influencer, every celebrity you follow, you've seen them use the term systemic or systematic racism in their posts, but I'm gonna explain to you exactly what that means. 13th Amendment, 1864, slavery is abolished. Problem solved, right? Not quite. There is a criminality clause conveniently nestled in that amendment that says neither slavery nor involuntary servitude, except as a punishment for crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted, shall exist within the United States or any place subject to their jurisdiction. So you're free unless you're a criminal. Best way to keep blacks as slaves legally is criminalize them. Keep them in prison. Take their freedom. It's a term that's been coined mass incarceration. And it's evident in the statistics. America itself is responsible for 21% of the world's entire prison population. Of which one third are African Americans. Additionally, one in three black men have the chance of going to jail, jail in their life. And that number is one in 17 for white men. Blacks are incarcerated at more than five times the rate of whites. This is me citing the NAACP. That is not good enough for America though. So what's another way to ensure inequality legally Segregation, Jim Crow laws, which enforced racial segregation through the mid-1960s. Bro, the mid-1960s. That is my parents' generation. That is how close we still are to all of this fuckery. Mm -hmm. And not to mention the prominent yet not so blaring nuanced nature of elected officials to keep the marginalized oppressed from Nixon to Reagan to Clinton to Bush. Whether you are aware of it or not, it's evident in the media, propaganda, our education system, literally everything. The historical narrative of the black man or virtually any non-white group but profoundly African-Americans has not been one of equality or fairness. For the longest, for the longest time, I was afraid to, to speak up because I thought I'd piss people off because I'm, I'm, I'm politically ignorant and even because of my polarizing nature. I have made 
reprehensible mistakes in the past. So who the fuck am I to suggest a way to better and progress humanity? That was what I thought. This past weekend, I found the answer to that question. Who the fuck am I to better and progress humanity? I am a human. I'm just like you. I'm just like you. And I'm just like you. I am a human who's made mistakes. I've learned from them and I've worked hard to educate myself and create a, be create a better future for me, my friends, my future children, and the world around me. It's 2020. And I'm sure I'll make more mistakes in my life, but one mistake that I refuse to be a part of is the mistake of silence. I will not be a part of a generation that is written on the wrong side of history, and I will not stand by as my fellow humans are brutally and unjustifiably murdered at the hand of the state or any oppressor. Listen closely. One of my biggest learnings from all of this, and I'm embarrassed that it's taken me 25 years to realize this. It is not enough to be not racist. You have to be anti-racist. Yes. <clears throat> Condemn those who feign superiority because of the color of their skin. Friends, hold friends accountable. Hold your family accountable. Hold yourself accountable. And most importantly, we must hold our authorities accountable. Police officers, politicians, policymakers. As Killer Mike said, bully the politicians at the voting booth. Mm -hmm. Make your vo voice heard. Attend a protest. Speak up against injustice. If you're white, if you look like me, use your privilege. And for those who do not think white privilege exists, you are fucking blind. You are delusional and you are part of the problem. I can count on zero hands the amount of times that I have feared for my life at a routine traffic stop. That has never happened. Half of the reason I'm able to get away with some of my hooligan shit I do in my vlogs is because I'm a white kid. I'm confident that I do not have to fear for my life should the cops show up. Acknowledge and weaponize your privilege. I believe we're going to a protest today. You can bet your fucking ass I'll be in the front line. Knowing all this about America, its racially charged background, its inability to truly treat humans as equals, even after 244 years since its inception, we must now work towards finding the solution. And if you are an influencer or a celebrity friend of mine, I hope you are using your platform to continue to spread the message of solidarity and unity. I do not have all the answers, but I know we must now reverse engineer the system as a collective. We must open our eyes and realize that there is only one race, and that is the human race. On behalf of Brianna Taylor, we must change. On behalf of Ahmed Aubrey, we must advance. And on behalf of George Floyd and the hundreds of others who have been unjustly murdered in this country, we must evolve. Okay, so... That right there was Logan Paul, you know, his his uh, his speech that he uh, he said. Now, the reason why, the, first of all, this is old news. This actually happened last year. But the reason why his speech is coming is being replayed again is because um, conservatives are upset that Logan Paul is using his platform to push anti-racism messages. And they feel like a white boy you know, talking about white privilege and white supremacy and how white people need to take accountability about the actions that they take is upsetting shows that maybe he is on the right foot. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I'm going to just keep it real. This family, the whole Paul family, um, they've, they've always used uh, strategies and always used certain things to uh, push their platform along, to push their uh, agenda along. To me, I'm, I don't see it as serious. I don't take it serious. I could care less about that. But also on top of that, on top of everything else, um, a white boy now getting woke. Okay. Uh, thank you for, for, for letting us know the same thing that we've been talking about for hundreds of years now okay you acknowledge it I, I'm not I'm not shying away from it I'm not trying to diminish it but but thank you okay uh, you you got your standing ovation you're woke now that's cool at the end of the day what are you gonna do to to stop or prevent the systematic oppression that your people contributed to.
you know what I mean? And this is and this is for any white person listening to me. Um, if you are the non-racist white person that is on the side of justice and you don't like to see non-white people experience, you know, atrocities and be controlled by white supremacy, the only thing that I would say that you guys can do don't look at us like pity parties don't look at us like oh bendito now i gotta take care no all y'all gotta do is let us know who the white supremacists are in your community because you guys are in the meetings you guys get privy to certain things that 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 has been said and certain things that you guys hear so you guys are right there so let us know who the white supremacists are and that will be that that's all i can say let us know who the white supremacists are and that will be that i could care less how many books you've read how many if you're of your uh woke female how many black guys you've been with i could care less about none of that okay if you're a white dude and I could care less how many black women you've been with. I don't care about none of that. I don't care about any hip hop songs that you know, you know, word by word. I don't care how many protests you've been in. I don't care how many uh, lootings you stopped. I don't care how many police you recorded. I do not care about none of that because white people have the ability to jump in and out of white supremacy whenever they feel to, they feel like to, whenever they feel they feel like they can you know so they have the ability we do not so the only thing i will ask my caucasians brothers and sisters my anglo peoples that's the only thing i will ask is if you guys will just let us know who the white supremacists are that's it that's that that's how i feel like you guys could contribute just let us know who the people we should be looking out for because there's no map there's no list of white supremacists you know what i'm saying there's none of that there is none of that so please let us know who the white supremacists are in your community because doing all of this woke stuff that don't mean a goddamn thing there's been plenty of um examples of white folks going into these little woke speeches and stuff and then years later they turning coat going into some alt-right bullshit i mean i don't care about none of that let us know who the white supremacists are in your community that's all i care about literally that's all i care about and that's everything we should care about you feel what i'm saying that's that's anything we should be caring about. Everything else is buffoonery. Anything else is 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 buffoonery talk to me. That's the way I see it. I'm saying that's the way I see it. Anyway, moving on to the main topic. You know, I haven't done this in a minute. You know, I haven't done this in a minute. Last time it was a part part five no i'm sorry part six you know this is part seven dark history of americans war on latin people murder of santos rodriguez i haven't done this one in a minute and i know my, my bad guys the last one was the zoot suit riots that was episode one something you know 107 i believe or 104 or something like that so 150 jesus 147 episodes in now i'm you know what i mean but this is a series that i'm gonna definitely c continue on i'm going going to and and um and putting out you know what i'm saying so i want to give a huge shout out a huge huge shout out to mexican excellence um again me being a part of this um me, me doing this podcast doing all this research and stuff i don't know everything okay i'm learning every day the same thing with you guys okay and this story about santo santo rodriguez i didn't know nothing about 
whatsoever. I, I didn't I didn't even know if it, it it was a thing if it wasn't on her Instagram, which sparked me to go um, searching and investigating and researching and come to find out everything that she said was spot on and it's a little it's a little bit scary because some of the things that I uncovered was eerie a little bit eerie so the reason why she posted what she posted is because uh, the Dallas police um, officially after 48 years um, gave an apology from the city of Texas and the Dallas Police Department gave an apology to the uh, Rodriguez family okay um, why did it take 48 years who is Santo Rodriguez what happened let me know I don't know what's going on I will definitely let you know so I'm gonna give you guys the cliff notes the shoot super 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 short version of it and then I'm gonna explain everything basically this all happens in July 24th of 1973 in Dallas Texas police officer Daryl Kane murders the 12 year old Mexican American child called Santo Rodriguez by shooting him in the back of the head of a police car while playing Russian roulette with the kid well that's basically what it is I gave you the short version now you guys are probably saying what Russian rule I'm gonna break it down I'm gonna break it down so this is basically what happened it, basically right all right so on July 24th 1973 at 2 10 a.m. in the morning there was a, a burglary or a burglary alarm in the gas station that went off um, a back window was broken and a cigarette machine was tampered with $8 missing from the cigarette machine. Officer Kane, the, the race soldier Kane, and his partner automatically went to Rodriguez's house. Automatically. All the details that I know are from old newspapers and the Wikipedia page and some historical um of historical uh, 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 um, articles. The thing is, I don't know why until this, until what I've been reading, I have no idea why they thought uh, Santos and his brother had anything to do with it. It just said that they automatically went to his house, but all right. They automatically went to their house while they were sleeping. They handcuffed, um, they handcuffed uh, Santos and his brother put him a back of a police car. Uh, the race soldier Kane sits in the back seat. Santos seats in the passenger seat. Uh, the race soldier's uh, partner is driving, and Santos's brother is is in the back seat right next to Kane. Santos and his brother are both handcuffed. They drive to the gas station and Kane decides to interrogate the boy, the bo both the boys, but he's just interrogating Santos. And he decides to play Russian roulette with his 357 Magnum revolver. By the race soldier's account, he takes off all the bullets of his gun, spins the chamber, puts it back in, on some cowboy wild wild west shit puts the gun to the back of the kid's head and says did you steal it did you break it and all this other stuff he said no the the cop shoots the gun nothing happens now they're scared and he's like i'm gonna ask you again what did you do it did you do it did you you know mind you it's two something in the morning at this time they, they were arrested at in 2.30. So mind you, 2.10, those officers get, get there. 2.30, automatically, they already got the suspects. Out of nowhere, right? 
And the last words of Santos was, I am telling you the truth. And boom. Gun goes off. Killing Santos immediately. Right in front of his brother. Both of the cops come out. And and uh, according to the race soldier Kane, he's like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I did that. Oh my God, I can't believe I did that. Oh my God, what have I done? You know, and one of the, I to believe his partner ended up vomiting outside of the vehicle because of what he did. The thing is, here's a little backstory of Daryl Kane. Daryl Kane has a history of shooting people, believe it or not. Um, he shot, uh, previously shot an 18 year, uh, shot and killed an 18 year old, uh, kid, Michael Moorhead on April 20th, 1970, around 3 10 AM. It looks like the morning is not good for this dude. Um, 3.10 a.m. because uh, Michael Moore and his, um, I believe, his accomplice were robbing a store. And according to the race soldier, uh, Moore was fleeing the scene. Uh, Kane fired and his partner fired eight rounds. Kane fired four. His partner fired eight. But witnesses and autopsy revealed that all of those shots were direct uh, directed at the line of fire pointing down not pointing straight meaning that the victim was already in custody he tripped and fell and they shot him in the back multiple times according to witnesses and according to the evidence but guess what because of white supremacy they didn't see this as an issue another negro down their lives don't matter according to white supremacy so daryl kane you have still have a badge you still have a gun not a problem keep on doing your thing good work right so with his previous incident not even incident his previous you know lust for blood he thought that he'll be judge, jury, and executioner in this whole thing. And let's just throw the police manual out the window. And let me just use this 357 Magnum revolver as a toy and play Russian roulette and have the kid's life hanging the balance, right? Right when this happened, obviously, you can't just talk your way out of this right the aftermath and responses of this was insane the dallas police chief frank dyson filed charges of murder and malice against kane in the same um, in the same morning of the shooting the bond was five thousand dollars it was set extremely low a lot of people didn't like that but it was set very very low to the point where he even posted bail and got out the same day. The thing is that the city saw this, the prosecutor saw this and said, no, we gotta increase the bail to 50,000 a couple of weeks later, but the courts denied it because they said the whole point of bail is to ensure that the person comes to court it actually comes to the day, days of the court. So again, he's getting he's getting leniency on this whole thing. But the aftermath was insane. There was massive protests because of this. Mexican Americans in the city of Dallas joined hand in hand. Black Americans joined in these protests with hand in hand chanting justice for santos justice for santos also talking about michael moorhead uh, his last person that he murdered everything was was chaos up in dallas texas 
the brown barrettes actually joined the march and also joined the meeting with the city council of dallas texas and because the brown barrettes and all these other city councils and um civil rights mexican american leaders joined this whole thing they were trying to come with a solution and they wanted to wait to see if the grand jury was going to indict kane the race soldier and they did the thing is the march was so impactful the march turned into looting police cars were set ablaze police bikes were set ablaze people were rioting and looting all up in the streets of dallas texas stores were set at blaze people went crazy because of this the city said if we're going to hold trial we can't hold trial here in dallas texas we have to move it elsewhere which they did they moved it elsewhere and this is what happened the prosecutor basically said you you basically messed up everything that you did was not part of police protocol you messed up and you just went out there to kill somebody and the defense basically went on the defense of it was a accident that went awry i'm sorry i'm white and i say so that's basically what what it was down let's keep it real the thing is that his brother santos's brother went to the testimony stand and they asked them very specifically if they saw kane empty the gun of the 357 magnum pistol that he was going to play russian roulette with he said he never saw him empty the 357 magnum pistol the race soldier's partner testified as well mr austin officer austin and said when he grabbed the gun of Kane after the shooting, he saw that there was live rounds inside with one empty one and one that was just fired, which collaborated with the story of the brother. Basically calling Kane a bullshit ass liar, right? And the cross-examination of this trial was pretty much, you know, uh, a win for the prosecution, not the defendant. But again, this is how white supremacy, you know, plays into these situations, right? Because of this, Kane was found guilty of murder, but not of malice, but later on was found guilty of murder by malice by the judge. But because of that, Kane received five years in jail and got out by two years and a half which was complete bs and when he got out he was given 200 dollars from the state of texas which is apparently routine for texas prisoners right apparently routine for that but because of that the family felt like they never got justice and i 100 percent agree they never got justice. For something so insanely cold-blooded, for something so insanely brazen, that somebody wanted to play with somebody's life by playing Russian roulette just for a murder. By the way, they even took fingerprints evidence and DNA, not DNA, but fingerprints evidence on the glass, the back door, and 
the cigarette machine and none of them match Santos or his brother or some of the people that they already suspected. None of them matched. So again, they, these people, because they were a bunch of white supremacists thinking that I could do whatever I want. And he was protected under the guise of white supremacy just two years. Yeah, that's a slap on the wrist. That's basically saying, yeah, you could go ahead and do it again. You know what I'm saying? That's a slap in the wrist. Just two years for something like that. You know, and mind you, these kids and, and they were and they are, were kids. These kids were just targeted randomly. They're sleeping in, in their beds and just snatched up. My people, if you don't see the connection to how we are targeted the same way as black folks, if you don't see how we are seen the same way as black folks by these white supremacists, then I don't know what will convince you. But Santos Rodriguez figured that one out and it cost him his life. Now, because of that, the city of Dallas and the police department of Dallas, 40 years, 48 years later, after the murder, they're apologizing to the family. Mind you, they're not going to get the family back. By the way, that race soldier came, that, that, that dude, that piece of work, he died in, uh, I, I think 91. No, wait, hold on. He, uh, he died 2019. Good. Good. So he died not too long ago. March 17, 2019. Good. Rest in piss. Rest in piss. You know, you're taking a little boy's life. Rest in piss. Now, they apologize 48 years later like that means anything. And they're thinking no they're actually doing making putting a statue of uh santos up around in the city of dallas with the fingerprint of the, of the mother on the palm of his hand again symbolic gestures which mean nothing how many times are our people going to get gunned down have these people play with our lives because they don't see us the same way as humans and they just walk away like nothing happened or just a little good two two years of vacation and we get statues um you know holidays and just some i'm sorry oops my bad how many times how many times because the way i see it is that one these people don't care about us these people treat us the same way how they treat black folks that's the way i see it that's the same way how i see it and what we have to understand is this is something that i didn't even know about it took shout out to mexican excellence it, should, it took mexican excellence to put this out for me to even be aware of it and it basically proves everything I've always said that white supremacy is ruling every activity that we do on an everyday basis. Historically, it is telling, showing us that they see us the same way as black people without exception, without any exception. And if y'all don't see that, then I don't know what to tell y'all. Y'all must be blind, deaf, and dumb. <laughs> you know what I mean? Y'all must be blind, deaf, and dumb. With that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Remember, I have merch available. Go to RadicalLatino.com and go to the merch spot. Click on whichever one or the link to the whole store. And you will, guys will definitely get, um, you know, get straight uh, to that. Or go to the link down below on the details section of the podcast. Go there. If you want to donate to your boy, remember, uh, dollar sign Radical Latino on Cash App. If you want to um, 
donate to me you know through my website radicallatino.com go to the donate tab and you could do it from there if you want to follow me on instagram and twitter in, uh, instagram and twitter both of them in the same name radical underscore latino underscore and i'm gonna leave you guys with my two favorite quotes i'd rather die on my feet than live on my knees and the black and brown unity doesn't happen in my lifetime i might not change the world but i might inspired the mind that will with that being said i'm gonna catch y'all later peace